Hey guys, welcome to another episode of NCAA Podcast. NC here, and today I have another special guest with me. Nick, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, how are you doing? Uh, pretty good. So, uh, yeah. what do you do? And uh, overall, what do you like as a person? Um, so currently, um, well, I'm, I'm currently just graduated of, out of high school, entering uh, college next year. Um, in terms of Minecraft, I've I've played um, since the end of 1.7, beginning or beginning of 1.8, around that time period. So that that's been around since like 2014. So I've, I've been an avid fan of Minecraft, though I have taken my breaks. Um, I also like playing Yu-Gi-Oh. And um, I'm, and in terms of interests, I'm interest. I'm interested in robotics, and mathematics, so I may study something like that during college. Um, now, in terms of Minecraft, I, I'd like to first discuss what, what I think it is so popular. And, um, well, even even so many years after it's been released, um, I think I think it boils down to a few reasons. So I think that I think one of the big runs that that's overlooked a lot of times is accessibility, meaning I'm not talking about the game's price, though it is relatively cheap for a PC game. It's it's more about specs, meaning that people, people like to make fun of it for being blocky. That blockiness and uh, well, low resolution and um, low fidelity graphics allows it to be run on a variety of machines. Um, so I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people listening who've played Minecraft may have started out playing as a young kid on on a like a with one of their parents' um, old laptops or old computers, or just a or like a dump top, you know. So e- even with those old computers, you, st- you were still able to run it, especially with Optifine and lowered settings. With a lot of other games, like um, like a lot of like a lot of other AAA games being, I guess, out of our out of our ability to play due to the current machines most kids had, um, not necessarily being able to run it. Another thing is versatility, meaning that. Despite Minecraft being a single game, it certainly does not feel like it. Just just looking at just looking at um, well, just looking at like what you can do in single player. You have you have normal survival. You have all the building projects you can do. You have all the machines you can make. You have the you have all the redstone. And outside of that, you have mods, which completely change the game. Add like probably like ten like thousands of times the normal content. And then you have stuff like servers. You have mini games, which feel completely different and switch it up from normal Minecraft. You have other types of servers like factions or survival, where it's more long term. Um, so overall, I think those are the two biggest reasons why it's so successful and it continues to see um, a strong player base. Oh yeah, and uh, thanks for the nice introduction to this particular episode. Minecraft gaming and the components to play it. So I welcome Nick here to talk about the gaming aspect of Minecraft and the components to play it. And we're going to combine it into this particular podcast. And uh, we're going to do like a small deep dive into just the introduction that Nick just gave and then go from there. So mention the blocks. And accessibility and versatility. One thing I would like really like a lot about Minecraft is the building aspect. You use the blocks to make whatever you want. 
craft whatever you want. And then you also have the simple gameplay of, you know, survival. Build what you want in different modes. And overall, feeding uh, the regular life count with the hearts. And overall, and then night and day switching, and then the monsters. So that's like the simple stuff yeah. I like. Okay, so you prefer like more vanilla stuff. Well, going back to, I like the core concept. Yeah, yeah, the core concepts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so, yeah. You I mean yeah? You can do mo- the core concepts to apply to like stuff like mo- even like modern survival too, yeah. which can be very different. Um, I think one one of the big things about like Minecraft is all those things you said can start off very casual, meaning they're very beginner friendly. So you're, you're so like your average five, like your average um, grade schooler can easily get into Minecraft and understand the basic mechanics of it and do well without being um, somewhat slammed by with and without having to deal with a steep learning curve. Yep. However, as like in addition to it's like seemingly like seeming simplicity, as you progress and learn more about the game, there's so much more than what meets to, than what meets the eye. I mean, you you probably you probably have seen uh, videos of people making entire computers in Minecraft. That's definitely on the higher end. Mm-hmm. There's after after you you do the basic stuff like killing the Ender Dragon, building your house, getting some diamonds and netherite. You move you're able to move on to stuff like farms, go go onto servers, learn PvP, play with friends, start start learning how to build better and building better mansions and other builds. So I th- so I think that. It's it's like it's initial casual appeal, while also yeah. being able to maintain a lot of progression in terms of like what you can do later on mm-hmm. is is what makes it so much more unique and than other games. Like you yeah. have the, you have the sandbox aspect. There's no other game that that gives you the freedom to do what you want to do in Minecraft. Like you have Terraria, which is somewhat close, but even then it's it's only two D, which limits. Which limits what you can do, and you you don't have a lot of the complex redstone and um, other mechanics that Minecraft does. Yeah. In terms, yeah, in in terms of survival, I think that a lot of, there is there is there does seem to be a resurgence recently in how many people are playing survival, as like as a lot of a lot of the community is back to SMPs, as I guess so when Minecraft first started. Of course, it was just normal survival normally. With most, that was what most people were playing. But then you had big areas. Eras were were just servers. So if you were if you were to play with a friend, you weren't really doing survival. I'm guessing like the mid 2010s, mid to late 2010s, you were you were mainly just doing what's going on in high picks or a mind flex. Um, but now it's although those servers are still very popular, there seems to be a shift to more people playing on the survival servers, which speaks. To Minecraft's ability to keep players engaged with core yeah. mechanics after with players that have played it for so long for like for more than a decade. Mm-hmm. And I, on, I, th- I think, yeah, I think another thing with survival that's also really interesting. I mean, imitates what survival is like in Minecraft. That's one. You continue to build while in survival mode. Do the things you need to do. Plenish your health. Plenish the food. Cook the food. Build the materials. Build the 
picks axes, the tools, armor, stuff like that to give you an edge up and then, you know, be careful in dark places during the daytime. Some creatures during the day, not all of them, but most of them come at night. So the shift of either getting to somewhere safe or making sure you have the right equipment to, you know, do a battle, even in surprise attack, is something to consider. Yeah, I mean, early early game Minecraft, and also the term, also the, you also have to deal with that speed running, especially too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, that's that's normally with more advanced or more competitive players. But but just just speaking on a casual level, the early the early game uh, the early game challenges are definitely more definitely very engaging and they're and they're very different than other games. For example, if you're to play like Skyrim, you your, your early game is you you already start off with stuff. You you start off with stuff automatically. Start off with weapons. You start off with supplies already while well, in minecraft you start off with nothing you have to you gain you, you craft weapons and you're pretty much building your shelter there's nothing like there's nothing set up there for you already there's no map made like you would have in another open world game which and then you're it's pretty much up to the player how they want the world to be like which which of course is part of minecraft's um mind-blowing freedom that's uh, given to the players mm-hmm. i think i think in addition to that as you progress to the late game, the goals and the challenges really change. Um, shift kind of like from basic survival to, to more advanced stuff like making farms, automating things, working on big builds, um, and, and then and that's just single player too. Mm-hmm. I think um, one thing I would like to talk about, if not now, maybe a little bit later, is. Uh, a big multiplayer aspect of Minecraft and why that's so engaging too. Okay. I mean, multiplayer is engaging by the fact that you join different servers, you be with different people, you can create private worlds, they get access, you can invite huge amounts of people. I think the servers in Minecraft, you can get over 100 people easily. And they all in one place doing all the things, whatever the multiplayer is doing. And also with the multiplayer, you know, the factions being implemented, building up different challenges as multiplayer, basically, you know, doing teams, see who can do this faster than this team, stuff like that, kind of encourage the players to do more with it. And plus, a lot of people with multiplayer. You know, most convenient servers for that to talk is like Discord, video chats, to basically talk to everybody or at least, you know, type if you really have to. And then you can have everyone's username and that's how you tell people apart most of the time. And the and those yeah, skins, big, too. Yeah, there's a big social aspect um, to multiplayer. Like, if you've ever played back in... Even somewhat seriously, you're all you're often on your call with your faction members and your teammates. Um, a, a lot of, especially when you're playing on high levels um, or very seriously, you it, it does require to, you you to be on a Discord call to communicate with other people. Um, I think one thing, one cool thing is that each server 
this own microcosm which with its own like very different communities for example like if you look at 2b2t and anarchy server it's it's uh community is gonna be extremely extremely different from like um like this like the community of survival server would have like a more casual server mm-hmm. whereas if you look at something like factions especially especially in some depends on something like factions every good player knows all the other good players you you know you you set up your own teams and the people spe- and people specialize in their own fields meaning that you love people who know how to build bases well and understand how to stop TNT cannons from breaking walls and how to make it much harder for them we have other people that will design cannons and help raid bases with other people being PVPers that's just one aspect and a lot of these game modes that seem simple have a lot more strategy than people think. For example, if you if you ever if you ever played factions, you'll see cannons that take up multiple chunks going from going from bedrock the, the height the height to the sky limit. And you, you'll you'll see that the amount of like if you're just looking at the circuitry, the redstone circuitry, you'll see the, the amount of thought and the amount of dedication that goes onto high level Minecraft play. But in, but in addition to that, um, I, I kind of like to move on to uh, some of the, some of the more casual servers too, like Hypixel. Um, you have a big mini game community, and a, lo- a lot of that too is promoted by um, YouTube. Meaning that my, like my part of Minecraft's incredible growth and incredible popularity was due to like how popular it got on YouTube. Um, you'll you'll see like a lot of YouTubers playing stuff like high, on Hypixel, like like initially in the twenty like mid mid two mid twenty tens, most YouTubers were playing on like Hypixel or Mind Mindplex those types of those types of minigame servers with some branching out to factions, and you'll notice that during that time, the the main thing that people played on was whatever other YouTubers played on. And which is where you notice stuff like like the Dream SMP and all these other SMPs um, have inspired other people to create their own SMPs. So if you think if you want to look at like the shifts in what Minecraft players are actually playing, you should uh, look, look what's on YouTube. Oh yeah. And I, I, I don't know. Anything you have to interject with? Um. Yeah. Uh, YouTube does a lot to promote the different gaming that the community builds especially with minecraft does all these different videos of all these different tasks builds different themes it really encapsulates what minecraft can be like and overall like you know capture on the screen kind of thing because yes anyone can play the game and do these different things but you know the youtube tutorials the interaction of the SMP, the dream SMP being so impactful and the different servers actually gaining the popularity kind of boost it even more because when you have people filming whatever game they play and then put it into video content, it the more people that video reaches, the more that that can simulate a percentage of those viewers to actually play the game. 
So it's very important to have that marketing or, you know, promotion type situation, but also have a follow base with people engaged in that content that you are making. And Minecraft is very loose in freedom to make the content you want because it's so easy to do that type of content with. That's another reason why I like Minecraft. It's the yeah, so. simple fact that it can be anything you want because it's so loosely interpreted. Yeah, it has like a Lego-like appeal. Um, I think I think you notice this with um, with how with how popular Minecraft is and how saturated, um, with how saturated YouTube is with Minecraft videos, you start to like think it become trite. I mean, and uh, viewers start to lose interest in the game, but because of the flexibility of Minecraft and how much stuff you can do with it, if one if one type of Minecraft content um, starts to slow down in terms of popularity, another will always pick up just just because Minecraft users will quickly pivot into something else while still maintaining, while still playing the same game. Well, I, I think another I think another um, major I think another major thing to talk about with Minecraft servers is it's mainly right now it's currently basically a monopoly. Uh, like Hypixel basically has a monopoly on like normal Minecraft servers that aren't like, that aren't like your SMP. You have like two other buddies. If you look at the most popular servers next with, they barely have a fraction of its player base. So I th- which is, which is um, causing innovation to slow down me and that, the only server that's actually doing anything is Hypixel, really. A lot of the other servers still are still doing the same game modes. Similar mini games as Hypixel are doing stuff like factions without changing anything. Um, the re- while and while Hypixel does innovate with stuff like Skyblock, a lot of um, it, it's due to it being Monopoly. It, it doesn't really have any incentives. Mm-hmm. Uh, incentives to like make make more new content as everyone automatically plays on that server, which I think is going to cause a gradual slowdown in terms of like uh, popularity of big Minecraft servers. I think another, I think another big problem in addition to that is players, players being unwilling or generally unwilling to try out different servers. mean that you'll have, you'll have some players like one example is the Beijing Canadian. He was a Minecraft YouTuber. He left. He stopped YouTube and made his own like Minecraft server. Built built this whole map, started a storyline, spent a lot of time programming custom items and just custom uh, plugins and stuff to make the game more to make the game more interesting. Um, and what? Although there was a slight boost, going into like a thousand players concurrent. What happens is that players quickly lose interest and don't give servers time. To make new content, which ended up eventually killing the server, with the server being able to reach like twenty players concurrent. After after investing like thousands and tens of thousands of dollars, so this is kind of causing a lot of the a lot of the like a lot of the servers that aren't high pixel, pretty much be derivatives of each other, having the same content. Which which is one thing on its own, but that low player base and a lot of these other servers causes another big problem, which is uh, pay-to-win. 
So, if, so according to Minecraft's uh, EULA, which kind of like its terms of service, pay to win is not allowed. However, unfortunately, Microsoft does not enforce it at all, meaning that if you ever hop on to a random faction server, you'll most you'll most likely have a shop selling ranks for like hundreds of dollars that give you significant advantages over other players. This this type of um, well this this type of monetary this type of monetary system really really hurts the game as it's. It's turning it from the thing that you you buy once and you play. It's it's ruining the accessibility of it because while you can play those servers a lot of times free to play, you'll end up being fodder for players who who are willing to spend a lot more. In addition to that, a lot of them suffer. A lot of them use loot boxes and sell loot keys for real money, suffering. Which so I mean they. I mean, they do the same thing as what a lot of triple, a lot of other triple A game, like triple A uh, video game companies are accused of in terms of like promoting gambling to children. I think these are all very big problems that need to be addressed mm-hmm. in the future uh, by Microsoft. I think it would be good if Microsoft clamped down on that instead of, um, instead instead of doing what they're doing yeah. uh, with with. I mean, they're clamp. Sorry. I think Microsoft is clamping down the wrong ways, meaning they're cl- they're clamping down on servers' abilities to moderate players. Meaning that if you've heard about the new system they've they've brought to Java, where you can report players and you can report players can report players, and Microsoft moderators will look at it and potentially ban them from multiplayer in period. I think that's I think I don't think that's a good way to do it, and I think. Microsoft really, instead of focusing their energy on that, they need to start. They need to start clamping down and getting getting a lot of these pay-to-win servers to change their okay. their model, their monetary model. Something something similar to like Hypex or TVDT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pay-to-win is a problem because not only does it encourage the players that don't have the money to be at hugely disadvantaged, the people that do pay the money gives the whatever server selling it the profit to give them the equipment to be at the high level to be advantageous but at the same time that person is spending a bunch more money than they need to on a game on a server that doesn't really specify that spending like most of Minecraft yeah. is not in-game spending as much, so it's kind of disencouraging yeah. the player more to spend all that money, even though you don't spend as much money as other games. Does not have uh, Minecraft is marketed, so it kind of markets it in like similar to how microtransactions work, but it's instead it's pay to win, and it disen encourages people to play more yeah they, they have my they have they have microtransactions but it's, the transaction amounts are so big they can't be called micro like yeah. spending the hundred fifty dollars for a rank which it, it should not should not be a thing and that's definitely that's definitely way above even microtransactions in terms of what it, like how it harms a game i think the reason uh pay to win pay to win is against the U the eula is that 
Minecraft is that like the original vision for Minecraft was that you bought the game and then that was it. Once you bought the game, you'd be able to play it. However, you'd be able to play on the servers, uh, single player, however you liked that without ever having or ever feeling the need to buy other things. It's also deceitful to new players. Um, if, if a lot of these a lot of these servers are populated by older Minecraft veterans, and it's eventually eventually people are gonna quit Minecraft, and so in order for these servers to keep on running, and just Minecraft like to stay relevant. You're, you're gonna you're going to need to, um, not not pander, but you're you need to like you need to treat the younger like newer players well and mm-hmm. and when, when when a new player logs onto a faction server or survival server or a prison server and and sees that they're getting destroyed by players who spent a few hundred dollars on a rank and that that's so much of an advantage that even if they were to play. All day, they never would catch up. It's it's very dis- it's discouraging, and it's it's something that causes a lot of players to quit the game entirely. Mm-hmm. And also, it goes uh, into back into the servers doing the same thing over and over. The pay to win model is another thing that's preparative that makes people that makes more people go more players go away. Simple fact. That not only do they not have the edge over other people, they have to work harder for that with other people don't. And one other thing with the servers, probably because uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's kind of why they might not encourage new content because they don't know how the new content will be upheld if the current people just want the what they used to because customer let's go this for example customer demand the customer always decides what they want so if the stimulus trends in the market always stay steady they're going to keep buying what they basically want what they want to spend the money on and anything new you have to take the risk and actually expose yourself so these servers are not necessarily taking the risk that they need to do new things, so they're not exposing themselves in a way that's unique in bringing new people to that particular server because they might be unique in this particular feature. Yeah, I was, I was, talking, about this, I was talking about this earlier too, that a lot of players aren't willing to puff it out and spend... More, more than like a few weeks of time trying out trying out the servers that do try to innovate because you have to realize that these servers are spending thousands or like tens of thousands of dollars to build new to make new modes new game modes and new ways to play the game so so each time so so every time like another server owner sees a, a like a, one of his fellow like fellow server owners go out of, go out of basically go out of business after spending all that money because people weren't able to, weren't willing to wait or weren't willing to leave big servers like Hypixel, it discourages them from improving. I think one of, another one of the big problems is that a lot it is that it's hard to take people players away from Hypixel, meaning that well, a lot of these a lot of these games are more fun with more people. So, I mean that a lot a lot of, a lot of people will join servers just because they have a lot of players playing. 
mean that, like, you know, playing on playing on a faction server with five players is not going to be very fun, as there's as there's like no competition and really no one no one even to play with, as opposed to a server that has like a few hundred players concurrently online, right? Mm-hmm. So when, so one of the big struggles is it's kind of so it's kind of like a kind of like stacks up like it um it's the odds are stacked against new server owners as not not having that player base already is a big turnoff and prevents them from building that player base. So it's kind of, it's kind of like a paradox where they need like where in, in order to build a, in order to get more players, you already need to have a lot of players online. True. Well, here's my question. If Hypsel Pixel is so big, why don't they just create sub-servers and then create different communities based on the new content and they can bring people over from the, the main server? One, well, Hypixel is... Hypixel, in actual, Hypixel actually is a bunch of servers connected together. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll explain that a little bit later, but back to like the community thing. There is... Hypixel does have its own like sub communities, meaning that the like the Bedwars community is a completely different from like the Skyblock community there, for example, right? So they do do that. It's just that they're mainly they're mainly other than Skyblock, everything else is mini games. So if they if they were to add, and they oh, they are working on survival SMP, but that's that's different. That's more like a normal SMP. But if they were to add some like factions or another long term game mode, that I think really that would definitely help the game a lot as. There are a lot of players that I feel like do miss miss those like miss that longer more progression, but just don't can't find any good servers. Um, but back going back to what I was saying about Hypixel being a collection of servers, my Minecraft Minecraft like on its own like a no Minecraft server is able to hold. Like there's an upper limit of how many players a Minecraft server can hold. Minecraft isn't built in a way that allows like. That was like a lot like five hundred players to play at the same time on the same server. So if you're if you're logged on to Hypixel, each lobby, each game is its own server. So it's so so Hypixel is in reality not a single server. It's a collection of like hundreds of servers together, stru- struck together. So each time you switch lobbies or, tr- or go to a different game, you're you're really switching over to you're switching over to a different server. True. So. Yes. So, go, going back to um, going back to like going back to like mini games now. There, 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 there seems to be more of a. Although, like, you'll still see like thousands of concurrent players like different mini games on Hypixel. It is shifting towards stuff like Skyblock. And more longer term games, so there is like a bit, so there definitely is a big demand for those types of game modes where, you, where it's not many, but like where you're offered, where players are offered more progression and more options than mm-hmm. like normal survival. So I, I I I do think there is a demand for for stuff like a better faction server or just any like even even a better prison server, even though. Mm. I personally don't really like that. It just 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 hasn't been met yet, which is which is which is like 
which was talking about earlier, how it's difficult because a lot of the servers do, like a lot of this, a lot of times you do need like an already existing player base to attract more players, mm-hmm. which is why I think Hypixel would be very successful if they started that themselves. True. Um, I also feel that one of the modes that I've been seeing neglected more is the creative mode. Like in the beginning, creative mode was so much a big thing. Now it's more of these, you know, multiplayer and factions and mods and servers. I think the creative mode has like kind of died down a lot. Yeah, I, mean, I think, I think, I think all three of those you mentioned also have also died down. Like mods are a lot of people still play mods, but it's not as popular. Definitely not, not like close to like the original that gets uh, peak popularity. Where like we would always see like each version of different mods and stuff in mod showcases, but with you know, with with creative it is it yeah it definitely is it definitely is not as big. I think one of the big reasons is that a, a lot of the builders, a lot of builders don't really like look. A lot of the building videos you see on YouTube are like done are like done in hardcore mode and like or survival mode. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that influences player preferences. So I'll, I'll, a lot of like the younger players that see that, I think that I think like when they see a YouTuber having fun and like sur- building stuff in survival and hardcore, they they'll automatically go for that game mode instead of switching over to creative. And a lot of the creative like builders are mainly just building like big maps, and they're not you don't you don't you don't really see them often on stuff like YouTube and the, the community is more closed in, I'd say in terms of like, not, not, not something like unwelcoming or anything, but I'm just saying that you don't, they're not, it's not as, like, as well advertised as something like that survival community or like hardcore community. Oh, I know, but I don't know. It just has that greater appeal to me because you can build what you want, show off the projects and then, I don't know, just, take a bunch of time to take inspiration from this design, incorporate it into this, try to do like a character, try to make it like a theme and go out all out on it, you know? Yeah. I do I, yeah. I do I I do think though that building is still extremely popular. Like building communities is still extremely yeah. popular, still extremely, still thriving a lot. Just, uh, I think a lot of people also enjoy the aspect of collecting resources. Like a lot of people enjoy mining or, or like making farms and stuff like that. So, so there, so like once once you, once you get into late like really late game like survival or hardcore, you are able to pretty much like, you are you do have pretty much limitless resources. So it is. So although although it isn't creative. You're able to. You're able to. You're still able to do similar things, um, and it seems that a lot of people like to do that themselves. Mm-hmm. And especially with a, especially with a lot of people playing SMPs and stuff. Like if you if you want to play creative, but your like three other friends don't want for, for like survival, you're most likely going to like suck it up and go into survival, which is which is somewhat of a shame. Yeah, I also feel like the market for creative builders is now people that get paid just to build what you want. Yeah, I mean, it it it, it is definitely it. 
don't know. It is. I, th- I do think it's an important service, like for servers and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it, it is. A sh- it is some of a shame that the creative community isn't as big as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, there is. There does. I have seen creative game modes on servers and stuff. But one of the I guess one of the big problems with that is those creative servers are basically single player. Yeah. Like you can you can have you can have friends come up you know you can have like friends come over, but at that point you might as well just like an SMP. The and a lot of times like the plots and stuff they give you are of limited size, so like a lot of the, a lot of these major builders will 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 prefer to play like in a single player world where they can use like world edit and. Where they can like, where they can like, download their world and also have access to much, to a much bigger world that, a world that's much bigger than their plots. Um, I don't know. I think, I think, I, I think it. I think you may think it's not as thriving, like it's not as popular as it is, mostly due to people playing, yeah. having their own little groups that, having their own little groups instead of like congregating on servers like you'd see in other game modes. True. So, so I do, I do think, I do think that. It is more popular than you may think. It is more popular than it seems at first glance. It's just that you're not gonna you're not gonna like find a lot of dedicated builders playing like on like playing on creative servers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. The thing I keep finding that's particular, like people pay all these people to build whatever they want, but like, what are the uses of paying someone to build Minecraft projects for you? Like, is there much appeal for people to do that just because they're lazy, or they have a uh, another way to do it? I don't. I don't, I don't think it's because people are lazy per se. Mm. A lot, a lot of the fun, like anyone can download like a big like kingdom or like a big build from online. Uh, most of the most of the fun, like all the fun of building is building it yourself and doing it yourself. A lot of a lot of the time, the people are paying for it. It's like for I feel like it's I think it's like for servers and stuff, for like to make servers look better, um, like for building maps for servers or lobbies, and it's also for or also for making like adventure maps and like mod pack maps and stuff like that, where they're trying to make their own like mm-hmm. my, kind of like mini Minecraft game, I guess. Oh, okay. So, there's the question. If servers are spending all this money, how do servers get the money they need to stay afloat? Is it like a, a membership fees? Or is it the pay-to-win so model? So, so, I feel like I, so I think there's two big models that, that aren't pay-to-win that are being very successful. So the biggest one is Hypixel. If you look at Hypixel, Hypixel is not pay-to-win at all. Mm-hmm. Which, which I do think in the long run, like in the short run, it, it may have hurt their like may have hurt their profits and stuff. But in the long run, it keeps players interested. So you have stuff like cosmetics, um, stuff like Raina and perks that are that help quality of life, like being able to fly around in lobbies, but don't actually give any actual competitive advantage in games. So stuff like that, a lot though a lot of the times that does not work for um like for for stuff like factions, as it's hard to give. Advantages that don't actually give people like actual advantages. Yeah. Like being able to fly in lobbies, 
blind lobbies, but not like at, not like outside of that op area. Or cosmetics like coding in or trying to make like pets, like special pets for people that donate or special titles and stuff like that. And then another another way they can addition to cosmetics is is stuff is the kind of memberships. Like for example, mm-hmm. if you get GB, if you get served like two B two T, they have something called um, I think it's premium pass or premium queue, where it gives you or priority or yet priority queue, where it lets you get into the server faster when it's overflowed with players. Um, though, so the, the main process so that each of those monetization methods do have some problems, mean that for the priority queue, it does require you to have a very active player base as you're not going to have, you're not going to have, um, people are not going to be able to buy or not going to be able to buy it like priority queue. If like, if there is no queue already, like if, the server isn't already extremely popular. Yeah. And and stuff so that that mainly leaves cosmetics for like up and coming servers. Um and I don't know, the thing the thing with cosmetics is it you get you have to you also you also have to spend time making like cosmetics that are worthwhile. Because a lot a lot of the cosmetics on these paid with servers are stuff like just like just boring things like titles or like mm. co- like you want to change your name or Putting colors to your name. I think a lot of that stuff. If it was if it was added, to be like if it was something more interesting, like like coding and kind of like coding like pets, like yeah. Mindplex had, or Hypixel had, or getting or being or giving you part or giving like interesting particle effects, things like that. I think I think that's the way to go. Mainly just just making mm. inter- actually interesting cosmetics. Mm, true. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to uh, entertain the public, find the ways in the server to be interactive enough to attract the new players, keep the old players happy, find that balance that kind of makes, not only makes everyone happy, but also the continuity building up the server, maintaining it, make sure that you have the staff involved. If you have too many people, that you at least have the the staff to match the player base. So if it's like five hundred players, and you have staff that can do like fifty players each, you need to have those ten staff per fifty people to match that volume and continue to yeah. make the silver to what it is and. And, you know, overall, if people are volunteering, give them advantages as staff to incentivize them to stay as staff. Because sometimes these servers don't get paid enough, so most of the people are going to be volunteering most of the time because they're highly invested in the particular server if they want to be more of an active role in that staff situation yeah i do think having good staff is is very crucial a lot of these servers don't have a lot of times they'll have periods where for multiple hours even on like some of big servers they'll have no, they'll have no staff online in the particular game mode you're in even if there's like 100 plus players in that one game mode um and it, it, it ends up being a problem that 
all the servers made like a little forge staff. If you look, like for example High Pixel, which I keep going back to as it is like as it is the Minecraft server in popularity at least. They they they, they pay like their staff work like their being a staff member in High Pixel is a normal job is is a normal job. If you were being paid a full time salary, for example, I remember hearing it was like fifty thousand a year. So, so, so they are actually paying serious money for for staff members to to keep the to keep the server in check. Though, I feel like at at some level, you don't you don't all you don't always need you don't always need like a, a care like a, a large amount of staff like initially, as as long as like as long as they like, as long as you treat players. Somewhat barely, your 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 rules are enfor or somewhat enforced or not. Um, you don't have too many rules. Yeah, unforceable. And you don't, and you have goodwill with the player base. Uh, you, you're not you're not like you're not pulling you're not pulling um, ridiculous stunts and BS on them. If, I think if you respect the player base, although there will always be hackers and people trolling and especially. Like malicious, the people trying to DDoS your server. I do think you can get by with with a lot of stuff initially. I think one other big thing is having good like anti cheat and like DDoS protection, and also as an owner, understanding and doing your research on how to prevent people from using lag machines to crash a server. And and using exploits and stuff like that, as you'll see, as there's there's tons of videos, examples of people setting up huge live machines, doing a crash server for like hours, without that when the ad and like the server owners not being able to do anything about it as they didn't spend the time to familiar familiarize and learn more about that type of stuff. Oh yeah. And uh, as uh, Minecraft pr progresses, I also think at some point, like, they're going to have to, like, maybe branch out into, like, Minecraft itself pushing more content because it, it might get stale for the future of it, I think. Yeah, I mean... It, it is somewhat perplexing as I don't know maybe a, another, one idea is maybe like Mojang supported mod packs mm -hmm. because a, a lot of times the, the actual content doesn't take very long it's just making sure that it's good for the game yeah so if they would offer so and a lot of mod packs have have that extra content a lot of players want it's just, it's just that there's not a lot of other people playing that specific mod pack because there's just too many options. Mm -hmm. So I think think something like that, a Mojang supported mod pack or something like that, or, my, or sorry, Microsoft as they know it, something like that, like an officially, officially supported mod packs or other stuff would definitely help. Um, and another thing is Mojang, or sorry, Microsoft, my bad, 
as you see, a lot, a lot of the newer versions of like my, as Minecraft updates more and more, it seems to be progressively more and more unstable for Minecraft mm -hmm. servers and unfriendly. So in terms of unfriendly, there's the obvious 1.9 update, combat update. If uh, if you played Minecraft during that time period, you would know how how controversial it was, and Pretty much all the servers, like all the major servers, operate on 1.8 PvP mm -hmm. and are running 1.8. Meaning, meaning you can like log into the server 1.19. Yeah, but it'll just be 1.8 content. And it, so, so that is so Microsoft's lack of support, or legacy support, um, support for the legacy combat system is. Is definitely hurting it, but in addition to that, after 1.12, Minecraft became much more unstable. So, like a lot of anarchy servers and very big servers that, that, that were willing to, that were willing to uh, go up to 1.9 PvP and make the switch are, are have been stuck on 1.12 for, for the last few years, mainly due to it being physically impossible for them to run the server with all of the current player count on the newer version. So I, so I do think it is up to, Mojo, up to Microsoft to work on optimizing it better for multiplayer, the newer versions at least, as there's as there's pretty much nothing uh, like no, nothing uh, server owners can do. Yeah. And I do think it is a smart, I do think it is a smart investment for them as, as like Minecraft servers are a huge pool for the game with, with a lot of him even making all, like more accounts than the servers as you heard people and stuff like that true and another thing I think that they need to explore is like I don't know may, I really like a story mode in the game too and it I know Ender Dragon for the story and all that stuff. But, like, do you think if they actually had a, like, a really interesting story mode, even more that people actually start playing that as well? Yeah, I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe it, that, that seems like it might be a different game, but I think one thing, like, one more, like, something more feasible Minecraft can do is start adding more lore to the game, and so creating more so by adding more lore and more and more like updates that include lore why not having like a like a traditional quest line or something like that yeah by having by, by having stuff that hints at lore and gives more detail to like why stuff happens instead of having players having to guess about it from nothing it creates more excitement for each update in addition to the new yeah and it's just like oh instead of just people are just being excited about like one new mob being added they they also they can also get excited about learning more about the Minecraft lore or building a story, creating which creates more engagement. I think. Yeah, it does definitely. And uh, yeah, in the future of it, do you think the players are declining or increasing? It's hard to say. During COVID, like during the height of COVID, you had a big like boost, and pretty much in Minecraft, just because people were at home, 
I, I remember seeing servers like Hypixel like having like one hundred forty thousand concurrent players, which is insane. Um, so so it is. It does seem to be a, a decrease from that, but I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't, I don't know how to like uh, close out. Like, I don't. I don't know. It, I don't see. I'll tell you this. I see Minecraft being remaining popular for a long time. I'm just not. I'm just not very sure if it will increase in popularity, or what the trends will be in terms mm. of like what each, what types of stuff future players are doing. Whether it be mini games, SMPs, normal servers, just cre- creative, you know, hardcore. It's it's hard. It's hard to say. Yeah. Do you think Hygo Pixel? It's always going to be at the stand front of one of the larger servers, or do you think at some point they're going to cave because they're not doing as much to innovate for the player base? I know it's, it's. I think when you have when you have that much market share, it's very it's very hard to fail. Hypixel may Hypixel, I think. Could be caught. You could say that Hypixel is and like is is so big it can't fail. Uh, so many so many players are playing on it that even if it decreases in popularity, I still think it'll strongly be in number one at least for a, at least for a while. Um, especially with the current trends of it of other servers like not having not being rewarded for their investments. That so that leaves like Hot Pixel with the, with the, like the only server with enough capital to really make huge changes to the game, like they did with Skyblock or other other game modes. So yeah, so I, to, well to, like to answer your question like bluntly, I do think Hot Pixel is going to be the server for quite a while. Okay. Do you think there's any uh, rising server that is competing with Hot Pixel at the moment? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It's, it's. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's. It's a kind of a shame because earlier on, Hypixel didn't have such a mono, didn't have such a, such a monopoly. Like because instead of being the big one, there used to be like the top of used to be like Hypixel, Mindplex, Cubecraft, and maybe and then maybe a few others. Like maybe a few others like the Hive, which shut which shut down a few years ago, I think, or a little while ago. So it does. It does seem that Hypixel has like consolidated, like their market share, or over the years. So, I don't know, so it's hard. It's hard. It, it's hard to say that the, the server community, like the server, like I guess the market for Minecraft servers, isn't as competitive and bustling as it initially was. And it, and it, it is ending up. It it, it does seem. Sadly, it does seem to be heading down like a monopoly. Just and as a, as with Hypixel, just maintaining like position as a monopoly. Very true. Though, as, as although it may sound bad calling the Hypixel monopoly, like in the, in the end, nothing they're doing is like none of their business practices are very bad. They like they like they're they're um. How they how they make money is very fair. It's it's all just it's all optional cosmetics, and with with like with cheap ranks and stuff like that. So although although like high pixel dominance may cause some stagnation in innovation, 
Hypixel itself isn't doing anything very bad. True. What do you think about this? Minecraft as a movie instead of the <laughs> game. Minecraft, Minecraft has Minecraft does have so much franchise potential. Um, and I, it, it's it's hard it's hard to say because there, there definitely there definitely is some there definitely is like a there definitely is an audience for pretty much anything Minecraft related. Though I don't know, maybe maybe something like a lore movie. I don't. It's, it's it's hard to say. A lot a lot of times you see like a lot of big IPs. You see a lot of big IPs currently. Like you see the MCU and like Star like um the Star Wars IP Star Wars universe. All all of those are pumping out shows and just pumping out whatever they can. All the like any content they can to make money. And it, it does seem like people are getting tired of of that type of um, quickly pushed out content. Uh, and seem like money, money grabbing, um, like money grabbing, like TV, television, and movies. Yeah. So, they're, so they're, it may already be saturated. So I don't, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, you've seen stuff like, kind of, you know, a little off topic. You see stuff like the new Miss Marvel, despite being like very highly rated, like by critics. It is, it is like a little, it's lagging behind all like previous Marvel shows in New York just due to due to due to market saturation with all the other stuff coming out, so it 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 depends. Minecraft, if Minecraft did make a movie, if if Microsoft did make a Minecraft movie or had another company do it for them, it would be an audience. Like it, people people would people, people would watch. I'd probably watch it, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about its vibe. I don't know. It's hard to say. Minecraft. I mean, the Lego movie did great, so. If yes. Something like Lego, yeah, the, like, the sandbox community for Minecraft might do really well. Yeah, that that, that is true. Yeah, I I didn't think I didn't I didn't initially think about that when I thought about video game movies. I, like a lot of the other like video game movies haven't been very great. Like they they've been somewhat successful, but they haven't been very great. So, but but if you look at it like from like a Lego movie perspective, you are hitting that same demographic of. Of young, of young, of like young, young kids mm-hmm. who who are gonna drag their parents with them to see the movie, so it could it could be popular. I don't know. I I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, Lego had the I'll same thing. That. You can create anything you want. Minecraft is the same thing. So yeah. give me a compilation yeah. of just Minecraft with other stuff put together, and yeah. it's really easy to get the licensing yeah. for because it's all free verse and freedom of speech. Yeah, I don't know. If if like, if if they were if they were to piece together like a like a half if, if they were to piece together like a half decent movie that was enter- that was like actually entertaining, mm-hmm. I do think I do think it, it would it I think it would be a success. It's just I'm it just it's just hard I guess visualizing what it would, what it would look like. Um, right now it would take some brainstorming to think think something that's interesting enough. As like the Lego movies. Do have like coherent plot lines, and like in addition to the addition to the their normal comedy and stuff like that. So it just goes to show you that you know the future of Minecraft is still undetermined. 
So do you see uh, if they do any particular feature that it actually skyrocket in popularity, or you think it'll just keep steady? So do you say skyrock? No, skyrocket or steady? Oh, oh, skyrocket. Oh, I mean, like if you asked me like five years ago or a few years ago when Minecraft seemed to be declining popularity, I don't know, like where it still still play, but it wasn't as wasn't nearly as big as it is now. If you were to ask me that, I would say no. But then, then, but then it, then it, but then it, like. Then, but then it skyrocketed in popularity again after its initial boom. I don't know. Minecraft seems to be. I don't know. Minecraft seems to be the game that all that'll always um, that'll always float back to the front page of something like YouTube or resurge in popularity. So, so I guess my prediction would probably be it'd be a slowish decline with 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 a decent possibility with a decent possibility of it. Tra- being picked up by the YouTubers or trending on YouTube again, or another or another big like, dream dream esque YouTuber being created, skyrocketing it in popularity, introducing it to new audiences again, like it has been now. So, yeah. So I do, I do think there is still a lot of potential for Minecraft to to, to reach high levels of popularity, like high levels of popularity. The main problem is that Minecraft has already reached, uh, has already like near, at the very least, very near the ceiling, and there is, there's not, there's only so, there's only so your aim, your, sorry, your game can only get so popular, and everyone's everyone's heard of Minecraft, um, so, so I don't know, it's hard to say. Though I do think the game will be one of the most popular games for a while. True. Uh. Is there anything else to in the in the concluding stages that you want to say about this particular yeah. case conversation about Minecraft gaming and the concepts to play it? Yeah. So even even if someone else, even if someone we're talking about earlier seems pessimistic pessimistic about like servers and potential like stagnation and innovation there, even if that. Even if that happens, all all all, all that's going to be is that it's not going to get actually worse. It's just going to not improve. Uh, and I do think that it will be updated. Minecraft will be updated. It'll have, it's going to have major change, say shake ups and changes like it has in the past. So I, I do think it will stay fresh. And I think there's a lot to look forward to in the future for Minecraft. True. And with me, I think that Minecraft will be in the minds of the people that already know it, continue in the minds that people know it in the future. And with the very interesting aspects of what it offers, no other game has it, and it's very unique in the marketplace. So it will continue to do well, get the new players in at once, and overall inspire others to do creative projects like building. Like making animation videos, like doing contests of tournaments to build particular designs or the best to win overall aesthetic and overall the player aspect of making the game more, not a meme, but an actual reality in terms of playability 
being able to access it, being versified in the content and overall enjoying the basic concepts of building the blocks on the screen to go from nothing to the mansion at the end and even have an entire map built by you by hand. So it's guys the limits where Minecraft stands in right now to five years from now. Who knows? Yeah, well, thanks for having me on, MC. Yeah, it was lots of fun. Yeah. So. Yeah, feel free. Feel free to uh, feel free to call me again if you'd like to talk about MC again. Yeah. Interesting. Minecraft and MC for MC anime. Ha ha. Didn't see that coming. But uh, yeah, people. This uh, concludes the particular episode of. Minecraft gaming and the components to play it. Uh, thank you, Nick, for being here and uh, guiding us through it and being very entertaining and informative at the same time. Thank you. And uh, before we go, you can follow our podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and... Don't forget that you can be on the Patreon community, be part of the MC Anime community, anime polls, different suggesting of podcasts of different culture, different content, and overall, maybe a special guest, topic proposal, all that is included. And don't for, do not forget to con- connect with us on mcanimepodcast.com. We'll be there. That's where you have the main content. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, thanks for Nick for being here. Enjoy. <laughs>